Yo, check it. Uh, this I just thought I'd change how I do the intro. Instead of just saying hello and welcome to or whatever. Did it work? No one's smiling at me because I'm in a shed on my own. So that, okay, that all impacts whether you consider that to be good market research or not. Um, this is a podcast based on a radio show that I did earlier today where we take a look at the news. Well, that's the end of that story. And it sounded an awful lot. Like Actually, before we crack on, there is a Loch Ness sketch in here, which if you've never heard one of these before, you won't know why is Steve doing a, a weird alien sketch, but about the Loch Ness Monster. It's because we do a lot of alien sketches. Anyway, now I've over-explained it, you won't enjoy it. But it sounds an awful lot like this. Oh, it's going to be a good one on the show today. More very good lifestyle advice to help you out in the cost of living crisis. I guarantee it, boy. Um, Loch Ness Monster's in the news, so we'll address that. There's this one. I don't even think we need to talk about this because everyone knows what the punchline is. Taxpayers' money's being wasted on daft projects, including one studying the role of clowns in Britain. All together now. I'll tell you where the biggest clowns are. As is the Parliament. So I don't even need... Everyone could have done that joke. You don't need me here for that, but it's still valid. Put that over there. Loads of stuff happening. Alton Towers is in the news as well. We'll get stuck into some of that business. Larry's got entertainment news. Uh, there's the thing about Love Island. Are you watching Love Island? Me neither, but still we'll end up talking about it because the news is obsessed. I was sat at home the other day and I've got news alerts on my phone because, you know, I pay attention to a lot of news. And my phone goes, bing! Well, ooh, there's a news alert. Someone's been thrown off Love Island. Uh, is that news? I mean, I'd barely consider that news to other housemates, let alone, they're in the house, island mates, I guess. Fellow castaways, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but... Speaking of Love Island, married Good Morning Britain presenter Ed Balls joked that he wants to appear on a new middle-aged Love Island, despite being married. I don't think this is a problem, and I'll tell you why. Love Island, where the young people who go to the gym all the time and get their teeth done. Of course. Oh, it's naughty. Oh, that's... What? Oh, what? Don't, 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 don't. You get people, you get women and men like that who are at the top of their game in terms of attractiveness. Put them together, of course they're going to be having amorous thoughts. But if you make one with middle-aged people, I'll tell you, as a middle-aged man, it's not going to be that raunchy, is it? You get a bunch of middle-aged people together, we're just going to moan about bin collections. It used to be every week, but now it's every fortnight. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. If you get lots of middle-aged people together, will they be getting up to Rumpy Pumpy, or will they sit around and complain about the parking on the street? Because I don't know why she just leaves a the car there. All the time. There'll be absolutely no naughtiness in that at all. So, Ed Balls, you will be the rudest thing on that show by dint of your moniker. Do you remember Alton Towers? Still a thing, but I've just certainly not. I think I've grown up. That's what happened. I used to go loads as a kid, and now don't... This back in the news, Alton Towers gives the first look at its terrifying new ride, The Curse, opening later in the year. So Alton Towers has released the first image of the brand new ride that opens later. It's called The Curse at Alton Manor, which, if it's anything linked to the Strictly Curse, I might, I might, I might travel up there. But anyway... The, sorry, I just, not, I thought that joke before and I've just tickled myself. Um, which is not what the curse is about, is it? So let's have a look at some of the pictures. I'm just trying to scroll down to see what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, look, these things used to be great in the old days, but now I just don't care. I think 
Firstly, it's quite expensive to go to Alton Towers. It was when I was growing up, so now it must be ridiculous. There's a cost of living crisis going on, and all you get from Alton Towers is feeling a bit giddy, a bit dizzy, and a little bit scared. I think we can think of ways cheaper to feel a little bit dizzy, a little bit giddy, a little bit scared. For me, when I go for a run, when I get back like an hour or so later, if I, from heading out, bend down to tie my shoes and then stand up, oh, dots in front of my eyes. I get that for free. There you go, Alton Towers, beat you. Can you think of other ways, for free or very cheap, that we could feel dizzy, giddy, or a little bit in danger? A scientist has claimed that the idea that the Loch Ness Monster is some giant eel is vanishingly unlikely, according to Flo Foxen. Real name? Not sure. Uh, looked at data on eels and has worked out that statistically to get one of that lo that, that large, it'd be absolutely huge. Um, and you just don't stand, stand a chance of doing it. So that's... I'm not sure if I'm trying to read the rest of this article. Are they saying that actually, therefore, there's not a Loch Ness Monster or it is more likely to be a monster? In 2019, New Zealand geneticist Professor Neil Gimmel trawled Loch Ness and found no evidence of plesiosaur DNA. All right, well, you need a hobby. Well done to you. But I'm less worried about the Loch Ness Monster being discovered. I know this seems fantastical, like, you know, the search for aliens that we talk about a lot, but it's... My worry is not about finding Loch Ness. My worry is that Loch Ness Monster is sitting around receiving radio signals. You can see where we're going with this, can't you? And then one day, what happens if, if Nessie works out how to broadcast back? Next thing you know, I'll be sat around like an idiot while there'll be some sort of, I don't know, Scottish static starting to fade in. Hello, you wee English. I'm the Loch Ness Monster. I've been picking up your radio shows to learn about your English. I hear that your retirement age in England could soon be going up to 68. I suppose it'll go the same way in Scotland. If anyone up here ever lives long enough to find out. There's a hill between here and Scotland, so it probably won't ever happen. And also, there's probably no such thing as the Loch Ness Monster, so maybe we don't need to worry after all. If you want to know previous ones of what Larry's got to talk about, then you can find him on Twitter, at Larry Entz. Meanwhile, for an update, it's our friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you again. What have you got for us this time? Remember how yesterday I told you that Cheryl Tweedy was a great success on stage in the West End in a ghost story called... 222. Yes, I remember. It's great that she's found something that brings so many people such joy. Well, her co-star has pulled out. Well, that was quick, wasn't it? I mean, she can't be that bad to work with. She was in a band. Oh, he's pulled out due to illness. Ah, he's taking this ghost story lark a bit far, isn't he? Method actor, is he? No, he's just ill, and it's good news, as they've already found a replacement. It's Jake Wood from EastEnders. So, if you see this play, you get to see someone from Girls Aloud and someone from EastEnders. That's right. I feel like I could pretend to be a theatre expert here. Get someone on from Love Island, I'm all set. You're so classy. Thank you. It's not often you're nice. Um, listen, thank you for an update. We'll get another one soon. OK, doodles. We've been talking about Alton Towers and their new ride called The Curse, which you know that'll be their advert when it's on TV. Scary pictures and some voiceover saying, The Curse. In fact, Alton Towers, if you need a voiceover, do get in touch. But I'm saying it's too expensive to go, well, if they send me a free ticket because I'm their voiceover. 
Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to discuss the concept of how do you uh, go about doing it on the cheap? Because if you can't afford all of that lark and you think, no, I'd like to feel giddy, dizzy or in peril, how do you get a, a head rush for less? John's been sending me a voice note. What you got for us, John? Hello, Steve. If you want a cheap head rush, yes. become a commercial window cleaner, go 20 floors up in the cradle, work as fast as you can, all morning, you'll get a, you'll be seeing stars at the end of it, mate, and you get paid. Ah, yeah. Don't cost you a penny. Well, I mean, you say that, I'd have to go and get myself a bucket and uh, an absorbent uh, sponge. Then again, so many of my plans these days require a bucket and an absorbent sponge. So you're on the list. Thank you for your messages to at Mr. Stephen Allen and whatnot as we talk about Alton Towers. They've got a new ride called The Curse. Would you want to ride on The Curse? I don't think I'd want to ride on anything called that. If you want to lure me onto something that is potentially dangerous, I want it to be called like health and safety. Do you want to go do you want to go to Alton Towers and ride on Attention to detail. Yeah, I do, actually. I'd, absolutely, I'll go on that ride. The, do you want to go and ride The Curse? No, not since what happened. But anyway. The, honest, that means now the, the sentence, The Curse of Alton Towers. We all know what The Curse of Alton Towers is. Can't believe we ended up having to say that out loud. Anyway, you don't need to go to these theme parks to feel dizzy, to feel giddy, and to feel slightly in fear of your life. You can get it for less. What's your way... Of feeling any of those things. The cheap thrills. Sue says, Getting up out of a hot bath always makes me go dizzy. But with energy prices being what they are, it might be cheaper to go to Alton Towers. That's a solid point well made, Sue. Thank you for this. Um, your messages at Mr. Stephen Allen. Oh, Jason says, Going over Gallows Corner Flyover always makes me think I might not survive. Is that what you're after? It is, actually. Yeah, yeah. You go over Gallows Corner in my car as well, you really feel like, oh, it's terrifying. I've never felt more alive. So, And it's cheaper, unless you go northbound a little bit too quickly because there's a speed camera just before you get into it. So 60 quid will get you, won't it? And some of these news stories, which, if we are brutally honest about it, you don't need to know. This is in the papers. A surge in two-headed shark sightings could be the result of overfishing. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, firstly, good luck to you. I've never spotted a two-headed shark, or indeed a shark, so really I've got no data for this, but the theory is, by fishing for a lot of shark, you know, shark fishing, you remove more sharks out of the gene pool, so what's left becomes a little, um, how does one say it? Norfolk. No, you know, you don't say that. Um, I think the point is that there's not enough gene pool, so then they start to become two heads on a shark. That's where the mouths are. That's terrifying. This is not what we're going to need. We're going to need a wider boat. No. Oh. Anyway, um, so that's news you can't use. Because what are you going to do? Go up to a shark and point out that it might be a bit inbred. All right, I'm not brave enough to that. Obviously, they'd bite your head off. No, actually, they would. And that was your podcast done and dusted for the day. <clears throat> podcast only material. Oh, they're all such terrible jokes. I'm not sure which one we should. I'm trying to leave the worst till the end. Uh, not that one either. Oh, God. All right, well, these are the stories that I decided to leave for the podcast. EastEnders star Charlie Brooks has created her own vibrator. Look, anyone could do that. Anyone, anything's a vibrator if you're brave enough. Um, the actress said that she came up with the idea after making her own sex toy. No, of, of making her own sex toy. While discovering that the clitoris, one of my favourite dinosaurs, was shaped like a wishbone. 
the I really don't know what to say. The I'm not sure you want that information out because I, you know, a lot of reasons to make wishes and the number of chaps snapping their during has exploded, according to NHS officials. Surgeons repaired 169 fractured in the 12 months up to April last year. Uh, most of the ops were to tear... Uh, <laughs> Urologist uh, Gordon Muir said most men feel... At all. Look at this, actually, before we read that. Most of the operations were on th- men in their 30s, but two were done on men in their 70s. Good on you. Consultant urologist Gordon Muir said most men feel a pop or a crack and then lose their erection. Which, if you're having sex with a 70-year-old, um, you know you don't know if it's you or them, do you? Could be your hips, all right? And Alec Baldwin will finish filming his movie Rust, despite what happened. Apparently, shooting continues next year, and that one, you don't even need the end of that joke. We're up to date with all the news that we could call news. We put it into a podcast. You downloaded it. And for that, I thank you for your part in this nonsense. Do it again tomorrow if you feel like it. Subscribe to wherever you find this podcast. You can message me and be involved in the messages and the uh, voice notes. Track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.